From the PSIA AASI Mobile Studios in Breckenridge, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. Had a great ride up the chair this morning. Very cold temperatures, but uh, Greg, it was worth having my hand ungloved holding that recorder to find out you are the uh, first ever telemark coach for the U.S. team um, coming up in 2020. Yeah, that is actually mostly correct. Yeah, so uh, what has actually happened is the uh, what has been traditionally the PSIA Nordic team, which encompassed both cross country and telemark, has now been divided into two teams: the cross country and the telemark. And so for the 2020 term, uh, we will have a head, co- head coach for both cross country and telemark. And so I will be the first telemark specific coach for the PSIA national team. Now, why was that uh, decision made to go ahead and make the split? There was a lot of reasons. The, uh, the idea of having cross-country and telemark paired together was pretty antiquated. Traditionally, they, they were born out of the same sport. And if you ever looked at the past Nordic teams, what was actually really interesting is when you tried out, you had to try out in the telemark downhill technique or Nordic downhill technique and uh, classic and skate all in the exact same equipment. Uh, as time went by, those disciplines became more and more specialized. Wait, wait, wait. All in the same equipment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, but like most sports, uh, both telemark and uh, tr- uh, skate and classic have become more specialized, and so the disciplines technically had to be uh, divided just to to build uh, the, uh, the the content that we want. And so what we found eventually is that when we're looking for the best telemark uh, coaches and the best telemark, uh, or sorry, the best telemark and the best cross-country members, they weren't the same people anymore. And so it was about two terms ago, actually it was two tryouts ago where they actually separate, separated the tryout. I believe it was 2008 in Mammoth. That was the last tryout where you had to try out on both Telemark and Classic and Skate gear. So not both, but all three of those. So tell me kind of, uh, we were talking a little bit about, you know, it's got to be nerve-wracking going into a tryout year, but you don't have to try out this year but you were saying there's a, a lot of new pressures that you haven't had to deal with before. <laughs> that is true. Uh, going to a tryout can be very stressful for sure. I will say this, that the Telmark group, we are a very tight-knit discipline. Uh, it was really great going to the last tryout, really knowing everybody and feeling like I was amongst friends and family there. And so because of that, maybe the stress was a little bit less. And what I really like as well is uh, being really close with all everyone in our discipline. Uh, I know how strong and how capable everyone is. And if, uh, if I hadn't made the team and somebody else had, I would have been just as uh, happy for them as well. And you know, so, I remember that about the first interview I did with you and Grant. You both were saying that uh, Telemark, everybody was so supportive of each other. And you said that very same thing that, you know, I really wanted to see. I was rooting for everybody, basically. Yeah, correct. And I, and I, I would say that even, even still. And coming into, I, I guess the new pressures that you're asking about coming into as head coach is that uh, I have to be prepared to, to assess a lot of my friends and, and this tight family and decide what kind of team we're going to create from the participants. Is there a, right now there's two people that are telemark, but will there be more? That's a great question. I know that's a question that a lot of the membership would like answered. And what I'll tell you is this, there is no definitive number for how many Telemark members we'll have on the team. Uh, it has been two traditionally, and there is room for growth. As you've known, uh, you may or may not know that we have added two new coaching positions this year. 
Uh, well, actually, I guess three if you count that we have Telemark and Cross Country replacing the Nordic. And then we added a, an assistant Alpine coach and we added an assistant snowboard coach as well. And so there's room for growth on the team. And for each team, there is no set number. It really is dependent on the participants and what candidates we want to bring onto our team. But unlike an exam, you don't just meet a standard and then get your pen. It, this is competitive. That is correct. It is competitive, and you are trying out in a uh, variety of environments to be able to make that team. So how? I mean, you're such a nice guy. That's got to be so brutal for you. <laughs> are, are you the lone judge, or are you more the deciding vote? Uh, that's a great question as well. So I'll be one of a multiple assessors. And there are, like I said, there's different components to the tryout. And so there will be assessors that may be assessing folks from uh, the Alpine discipline and cross-country discipline all intermingling. You know, everyone has to, all the candidates have to put in an application. And there's a good chance that uh, there will be um, multiple disciplines looking at uh, other discipline candidates' uh, oh, applications. Really? Yeah. Exactly, and as well as indoor presentations. And so one, one, one thing that I am tasked with is uh, hiring at least one, if not two, selectors to uh, go through the process with me. And that number is going to be dependent on how many people that we get that are candidates. Uh, last tryout, we had 11 people show up to try out for the tele team, and there were three assessors that were specific for the telemark group. You know, I remember a good friend of mine, Muffy Ritz from uh, Ketchum, uh, who is not a member of PSIASI, um, but she's a longtime racer and just a phenomenal athlete. But she was down, I believe she was brought in as an assessor. Yeah, correct. They actually like to reach outside of our organization okay. to have maybe just a more unique viewpoint. So why is that? Is there something, are they given a... Uh, standards that they're looking for or how does that work well depending on what they're bringing those uh, assessors in for uh, you know we they've had you know US team coaches come in uh, they've had uh, people who are PhDs in education and so depending on what they're there to assess you know we're looking at people skills teaching skills we're looking at presentations we're looking at uh, our candidates ability to put videos together for the application those are all different assessment uh, uh, criteria that we're, what we're looking at and so depending on uh, so that's why it's great for our organization to reach out to people who have specialties in different areas so Greg I mean this sounds like a lot of coordination you have all these assessors coming in do you give them the standard as a coach or is that passed down by the organization how does that work well when you think about creating a team, you know, there's different skill sets that we're really looking for. And so what the inf important information is going to be to get to those assessors is, here's what this team needs. Here's the dynamic that we need to build and here's the skill sets we need to build. And you know, for PSIA, we're always looking for the top skiers in the nation. We're looking for the top educators. And uh, even now we're looking for people who can present content or actually create content. We're working on all these e-learning courses and trying to get educational material out to the membership. And so we need somebody who can work at that level, whether it's writing articles, building videos, and putting together manuals. So now to really put you on the spot, I gotta go back to what I asked you at the beginning, <laughs> is how does a guy like you, you, you've got all these friends, people <laughs> that you respect and who you like, how do you make that decision? Or, and, and I'm just curious how that's weighted. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, the, the hope is this, is that we are relatively objective. And when you're assessing, we have, we have scorecards. And when you're listening to somebody's indoor presentation, you're, taking, you're putting down numbers and scoring them on that. Uh, when they put in their, their application and you're looking at their articles 
and their video that they create about themselves, you're putting numbers based on that. And so you can actually put all these numbers together and, and get an overall score and see who in your, in your, uh, who of your candidates score, scores the best. And so that's kind of the objective thing. That's what you're looking for too. But as we know, it's, it's not just about the numbers. It is also about the personality of people who are here. Uh, we're looking for people who can really work with membership, who can put on really exciting, fun clinics. You know, that's a big part of our job. And so, like I said, we're looking at the best gears, the, the best educators, the best people skills, and people who can, who can create new learning materials for our members. You just said a big part of your job. This is a big job. Being on the national team is a huge honor. It's a huge accomplishment, and it takes a lot of your time. Being a coach is possibly going to take even more of your time. Uh, it will. I definitely have a lot more responsibilities. Uh, my hope is that I can hire a solid team that I can delegate a lot of responsibilities to and get them doing, uh, putting together some great projects. Uh, but yeah, it does take a lot more time. And for me, what I really am going to try to do is to, to drive the, the new team uh, to make sure that we are putting out solid educational content for our members. And that's, that's our goal coming into this next term. And you know, you just said our members, not our Tully members, because what you're developing and what I see all the disciplines developing really does benefit all the members. It doesn't matter if I'm Alpine, I can definitely learn from you. Uh, that is totally correct. And, and something that's interesting to understand too, we have very few members that are just Telemark members. Most people, most of our membership who are Telemark are also certified in another discipline. I can't really think of any Buddy in our organization that makes their entire career teaching just telemark lessons. It's a pretty small percentage. Uh, mostly they are Alpine members who also decided to cross over to telemark or snowboarders that cross over or cross-country skiers crossing over. So Greg, in conclusion, I know you're busy today and I really appreciate you taking this extra time to talk, but I'm just curious, are you already putting some thought into the content you want the team to create? Most definitely. Uh, we have a lot of projects coming down the, the pipes that we're looking at. And one of them, probably the, the biggest one, if you look at what all the disciplines are doing, we are here at the, at the fall conference right after our team training. And what we're doing here is we have task force, task force <laughs> that are putting together uh, new learning outcomes and new performance guides so that we can recreate our national standards. And so what we need to do to complement those national standards, we want to create a video library so that we can have content to refer to when you're looking at all these assessment, assessment activities that our, our membership will be uh, being ex examined towards. And so uh, one of the big projects is to get video footage, uh, get out there and to have some of the best skiing that we can on video so that our members have a quali quality image to look at when they are studying for exams. Uh, so that's one big project that we're looking at. Uh, we also want to work on some e-learning courses. Most of the other disciplines have already put out their beginner experience learning course. We'll have one for Telemark hopefully in the next year or two. That's fantastic. Greg Dixon, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us. George, thank you so much as well. From Breckenridge, Colorado, you've been listening to First Chair. I'm George Thomas.